Hello, everyone. This is Coach Aaron Saft with the MR Running Pains Podcast. I recorded uh, two great episodes, <laughs> um, and um, I can't seem to get them off my GoPro, which is obviously extremely frustrating. I had um, a taping episode um, with uh, the athletic trainer at the high school that I coach at, and I did a very long episode with Scott Sosha and Joe Quinlan on um, pedorthics and footwear. Um, I am going to see if um, a friend can pull the files off my GoPro for me so I can get those out. But uh, obviously those are what I had planned <laughs> to release um, in place of, uh, of you know this episode here. So I'm sorry for that. Um, technology just frustrating sometimes. So um, in place of that, you know, last week I kind of talked about, you know, how I wasn't sure, you know, what the, the, the podcast would be right now if I needed to take a break. But I've gotten so many positive comments about the pos- the uh, the podcast itself, so I want to uh, just thank you all for those comments. Like it really does mean a lot that you listen, um, that you comment, that you take stuff away from it, that you have questions from it. Um, you know, it it, it means the world because you know sometimes you just wonder, <laughs> am am I uh, am I doing anything? Am I getting, reaching out, you know, to people? And, um, I mean, I have a constant reminder with the Patreon supporters that I do. I have support, and I'm I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for all of you that just write in and ask questions. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm so groggy. Um, I woke up at 2.30 just because I was so frustrated by the <laughs> the GoPro um, that I'm recording here. Um, I've been working since two thirty, <laughs> just trying to get stuff done and caught up. We had a track meet last night. Um, and I didn't get home till after nine. So I'm <laughs> just exhausted, but, um, <laughs> I want to kind of talk about a few things that have come up. Um, I get a number of questions and, um, yeah, it's, it's something that's, um, My athletes ask me about um, that. You know, everybody. Uh, it, you know, once we get to the marathon, we start worrying about long runs, and uh, you know, long runs are always such a big topic because they're so relevant. They do so much in our training. We get so much aerobic benefit from the long run because of how much time we're on our feet. So, with that said. Um, how much time should you be spending on your feet? That's a great, great question. In the marathon, when you're doing marathon training, um, it really depends on how you're recovering. That's the biggest thing, and yeah, it always goes back to recovery. Um, if you do, let's say in your build, you're you're building your long run up. You know, you get through your base phase and. Um, 
whether you're you're getting towards your 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 max mileage in your integration phase or however you have it set up in the marathon if you're building up and you get to a point where you're at 15 or 16 miles and you know that takes a lot out of you it's taking you you know a few days to recover you should probably back off you need to build that aerobic capacity in order to go further otherwise you're just creating too much fatigue and you're losing training time in that you have to recover so much so um, one thing i would consider is that you're not going too hard on your long runs we always go back to this and i hammer this if if you're one of my athletes you're probably rolling your eyes right now (laughs) because i hammer down the fact that you can't go too hard on your long runs, your regular runs, and especially your recovery runs. As I said, you know, uh, just a little bit ago, when you do your long runs, unless there's another intention of the long run, if it is just an aerobic run, then that run should be at a conversational pace. It should be zone three in your heart rate out of a five zone system. So stay relaxed, stay easy, keep it calm, keep it relaxed, make sure it's not too hard because that's going to help you recover quicker. If you do too much time in zone four, it's going to take even more time to recover from. So be careful with your efforts. Be careful on how hard your long runs are. Okay, that's, that's one big thing. So if you are doing zone three and you are taking you know more than a day or two to recover from a long run again you know ease back bring it back down maybe do 13 or 14 miles see how long that takes you to recover from you know it's okay if the next day you're tired like you know if if your long runs on sunday and monday you're tired that's that's okay like that's not bad but if you're still feeling that fatigue on tuesday or especially Wednesday, then again, pull back the mileage a little bit. Grow it incrementally. You know, don't make big jumps in distance. That's another thing. So if your longest run in your your training block has been 14 miles, don't jump all of a sudden up to 18 miles, okay? Maybe go from 14 to 16. That would be, you know, a significant jump but probably one you can handle, but I wouldn't go um, more than two miles. Um, If we're talking time, I wouldn't add more than 15 to 20 minutes to your long run. Okay, Ultra runners, maybe a half hour, and we'll get into ultra runners in a moment here. I'm I'm still talking marathoning, okay? Um, I know we like to see those numbers, right? It it makes sense to us as marathoners. If we're doing 26 miles, then yeah, we should, you know, we want to look at, well, how many miles did I cover in training? But again, think about how much time is on your feet, okay? Your body's recognizing stress, and that stress is how much time are you out there, you know? So be careful not to go too long too often, and I, I'm gonna harper. I'm gonna harp on this again when I talk about ultra running. We don't want you on your feet for long, long periods of time. Even though the marathon is a long distance, 
the cumulative volume that you do, the workouts that you do week in and week out, is going to add up more than any single long run. Worrying about hitting a certain distance in training isn't as important as hitting your daily and weekly volume. Those, that's what's going to be the key to your training. That's what's going to give you the fitness, not a singular long run of some you know, set distance. Okay, So don't worry so much about hitting a number or a time. In other words, a, a duration. Be more focused on that being consistent day in and day out. That will get you to the line feeling strong, healthy, and fit. That should be your intention. Because again, if you're worried about that long run and getting in a certain distance, whatever that distance is, 20, 22, 24, whatever you're trying to get in for your marathon training, 18 even, if that's too much, right? If you get too tired from it, then you're losing training time. Again, you're losing the consistency that's going to be the staple of your training. So be focused on making sure that that long run is just long enough for you to be able to recover, you know, after a day. All right. Now, if you're doing a long run with pace in it, obviously that may take a little longer to recover from. So if, <clears throat> if your marathon program calls for you to do X amount of miles at, you know, conversation pace and then X amount of miles at marathon goal pace, that type of workout obviously is going to take a little longer to recover from, okay? So if you have a workout in your long run, plan on it being a little longer to recover from. Whether you do a recovery day, the following day, um, you know, a light easy jog the next day, I would still make day two after that, your second day after the long run, just a normal run. I wouldn't add anything back, maybe some light strides just to get the blood flowing, you know, grease the gears as they say. Um, but nothing, no, I wouldn't work out, you know, that close to having done such a big effort. So keep that in mind. Okay. Um, now some folks, you know, we, we kind of understand that, um, to race a marathon, we're not going to run a marathon in training and, you know, the same principles hold true in ultra. Now the problem with ultra is that a lot of times when we, we train for an ultra, the distances we cover maybe we don't even race half of our goal distance. For instance, if I was training for a hundred miler, you know, and my longest run is 50 miles, I've only really in training got half the distance of my goal race. And that's okay. Um, you know, we, we often, we worry about, well, I, you know, I just don't feel like I've, I've done enough. I, I hear that a lot because of, you know, you're worried that, um, you know, you, you don't know if it's your first hundred miler, especially you don't know what it's going to feel like at mile 51. And that's, you know, that's tough. That's tough. Not knowing, you know, the unknown 
in these cases. I understand that. I really do. Um, you know, when I did my run that I talked about on the last podcast, it got me thinking too, you know, cause, uh, I only did one lap, you know, and, and I think a lot of the times when we do that, um, we, you know, we, we get done and we're like, whew, how am I supposed to do that? You know, how am I supposed to do that again? <laughs> how am I supposed to do another 25 mile lap? Like that, you know, that was one of the first thoughts I had was, you know, wow, I got to do that again, you know, in, in on race day. Um, and it's, it's a mental mindset, right? Like we, we try to comprehend, um, and conserve energy on race day. Um, and you know, there's a few factors here, you know, keep in mind that you're in training, right? And in training, you're not tapered, right? You're not at the end of your, um, of your training. You still have a build to your goal race or to, um, race day. In my case, I still have another five weeks, um, from when I did that. So I still have time to gain fitness. I know, you know, from that run, what I need to work on, if I need to work on endurance or, um, pace or hills or whatever it may be, it gives you kind of a, uh, data feedback, right? Like this is, this is are things that I need to kind of tighten up. Uh, I need to work on nutrition. I need to work on hydration. I need to work on, uh, you know, all those things I talked about last week, gear, etc. Um, so it, it kind of gives you that, um, framework to say, moving forward, these are some things that I'd like to work on. But again, you know, it's the consistency, being consistent, hammering out those daily workouts, that daily volume, getting those in, that's what's going to make the difference, okay? So instead of worrying about, like, how far you got in training, you know, look at the training program as a whole. Look at everything, week in and week out of what you've done, what you've accomplished, how far you, you've come from when you first started to what you built up in volume, building up those long runs, you know, building up that weekly volume, whether it be in time or in miles, however you train. <clears throat> know that if you accomplish 85% of what you set out to do, you're going to be okay on race day. If you have a good plan, and, you know, even if you didn't get in, you know, a few long runs, you're going to be okay. I go back to, you know, training for Bigfoot four weeks out, you know, I, um, I, I think it actually it was, I think it was six weeks out is when I contracted COVID. I was down for two weeks you know, and that's in my max volume phase, right? So I wanted to be running big miles during that time. And I was flat out on my couch, just exhausted from COVID. Couldn't run a step two weeks. So four weeks to go, I finally could run again, felt normal, got back to training, didn't overdo it. I didn't try to make up for anything, right? Because I was coming off of COVID. I had to be smart. I didn't want to get hurt. So I had to build back, right? Not just go back to my normal training, but build back smartly, you know, be okay with where my body was and kind of adding back some volume, <clears throat> So again, you don't want to just go back to where you were pre-COVID. You want to go to where you're at at that moment, you know, two weeks later. So I, you know, I, I kind of did a, 
uh, reverse taper, if you will. I kind of went upward instead of downward to race day. I kind of gained volume going to race day rather than reducing volume going to race day. And I was fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah, I had to change my goal, and that's okay. You know, I had to be realistic with where I was at. <clears throat> but I knew I had a great base under me. I'd had some great training prior to COVID, and I had some great training after COVID. So I relied on the fact that, you know, I, I have plenty of experience. I have plenty of endurance. You're the same way. If you're if you're in the sport, you know, you've got experience and endurance unless you're, you know, entirely new to this, entirely new to running, then it's just gaining that experience, gaining those long runs, putting in the time. Now for ultra runners, um I I don't like to prescribe more than a five hour run to my ultra runners in training for fifty K on up. Um with any regularity, I'll say, you know, there are those big training, um, either races or we'll put in a big training effort, whether that be a three day training weekend block or whether it be, you know, if you're training for a hundred miler, you may run a 50 K, you may run a 40 to 50 miler in training. You may even run a hundred K race, um, or training run. If you feel that is fit into your system. Is that necessary? Absolutely not. Because again, that's going to require time away from training, time to recover. Okay. Which uh, recovery is not a bad thing. If you, especially if you're doing that type of distance, but if you're the type of person that wants to see those incremental benchmark goals, then just know you got to recover. You can't just go right back into volume. Let your body absorb the fitness that it's going to get from running those distances. But again, aside from those special case scenarios, the training weekends um, and those you know extra long either races or long runs, five hours for ultra runners is about all that I'm comfortable prescribing for those that are used to endurance. Okay. Now, take into consideration where you train. I always tell my athletes if you live out by the shore and you live where it's completely flat, that is completely different than if you're running up in the mountains, obviously. If you're running on the road, that is completely different than if you're running on the trail. Obviously, the trail is going to be a lot slower. The road will be a lot faster and it might beat you up a little bit more. These are all considerations that you have to take into factor when you're looking at your long run and recovery from your long run, and how long your long run should be, right? So if you're running on the roads, training on the roads for a long run, especially for an ultra, five hours may be way too much. That may beat you up and, and hurt your legs more so, right? So uh, a more experienced runner may be able to get up to that and do that, and that's great. But take it at where you're at. Don't look at, you know, Strava and see what, you know, somebody else is doing. You know, you are not that person. For sure, we, you know, we we look at Strava too frequently and say, oh my gosh, this person is doing that. I should be doing it. You could take ideas and adapt it to you. You can see workouts and adapt them to you. 
you know, somebody, I, there's a, a workout that we do called the Sisyphus Hill Session. Um, I got it from uh, Mario Frioli, uh, the morning shakeout. You can find it on his, uh, his website, Sisyphus Hill Session. I'll try to put it in the show notes. Um, it's a great session. It's three rounds of intervals, um, uphill repeats. Really cool. It's a, it's a great workout. But not everybody can do three rounds. So I have, in Training Peaks, I have it programmed as two rounds and as three rounds, depending on you know who I'm assigning it to. So t- you know, take these workouts for, for you. Adapt them to you and your abilities, your capabilities. If you're not, if you're not at the point where you can do three rounds, don't force it, right? Don't force any workout. I just had an email to one of my athletes who just raced this past weekend. Um, You know, the person was still tired from the race and tried to force a workout and the workout didn't go great because the person was still tired. So my, you know, my comments to the athlete were, uh, you know, please don't don't try to force the workouts. If you're tired, let the body recover. I'd rather body recover. You just go for a run, and let the again let the uh, the adaptations from the the race let that sink in a little bit more. Let you gain the fitness from that effort rather than creating more fatigue and delaying or even offsetting those benefits. We don't want to lose any benefits that we can gain from our training because we're creating too much fatigue. The body will not make those adaptations that we want. So, you know, understand, be cognizant of how you're feeling, how things are going. So for my ultra runners, um, when you build, uh, again, I build by time. Some of you may be able to build by miles. But again, look how long that's taking you. Okay? Don't overdo it. It's, you know, it's, that's why I like going by time. Because you go, right, two hours is two hours. Grow it incrementally. Wherever you start. You know, if you start at an hour. You know, do an hour until you're comfortable with an hour and you feel you can recover quickly from an hour and then grow it to an hour and 20. Run for an hour and 20. Maybe it takes you two weeks to adjust to an hour and 20. If you're feeling good, maybe it's just one week at an hour 20 and the next week at an hour 40 or an hour 45. But take note, see how you're feeling, see how you recover. Right? If you run Sunday for your long run on Monday, make note. How do you feel from the effort? You can go for a shakeout run on Monday, whatever that looks like, whether it's 20 minutes or 40 minutes, even an hour, but make it super easy. That's a recovery day. Your body starts to learn how to deal with the lactate better. It's that lactate shuttle starts functioning a little bit more efficiently. Okay, but grow that long run nice and slow and steady. Don't rush it. You don't need to be up at three hours by week three. <laughs> be patient with your training. Let those aerobic benefits grow. Let that cardiovascular system get stronger. 
your your training will be more sustainable thereafter when you grow that capacity. So let it grow organically. Just keep building. Be patient. That's you know that's what I said on my long run on Strava on Sunday. I said you know just just grateful. I felt you know I just enjoyed every moment of my long run, and I had my coach to thank. I had consistency to thank, you know, and and patience. Uh, it's just allowing myself to grow back into to running, you know, after taking time off from Bigfoot and then having my ankle injury, it took me some time to kind of grow back. I'm still not back to the the fitness that I was pre ankle injury. You know, my paces aren't quite back down there, and that's okay. You know, I, I I don't need to be right now. I'm not trying to force training or force anything. Um, you know, I communicate with my coach how I'm feeling. If I don't feel recovered, I let him know. I don't I don't push workouts if I'm not I'm not there. You know, like I talked about with my athlete the other day, uh, I've come to the the point where I say, hey, excuse me. I just wasn't feeling it today. Can we move this workout to another day? Or if you're training yourself, you got to have that discipline to say, I'm going to move this workout off. I'm going to put this on a different day. Today wasn't the day to do this. You know, I'm not going to have my best workout today. And same with the long run. You may have something on the schedule and then you get out there and it's just not the day to do that type of volume. Don't. You'll have a miserable run if you do. And that's that's awful. That starts setting you down the wrong path, the wrong mental <clears throat> the wrong mental path. So be okay with cutting things short if you need to. I you know, I loved reading one of the comments, uh, you know, it was a recovery day and the athlete said, you know, it's a day I just didn't have it in me. So I just walked it in. That's fine. It was a recovery day. That's great. I was so happy when the person said that. Kudos to them for being okay with just you know pulling the plug and just walking it in, especially on a recovery day. You can't take it easy enough on a recovery day. But know that, again, you know, with all the training that you do, week in, week out, you're growing your training, you're growing your volume, you're going to be okay. Put in the work. As I said, if you're doing 85% of the whole training plan, everything's going to be okay. Even if you miss a key long run, it's all right. You, you know, you put in 16 to 20 weeks, I'm sure. And rest assured, as long as you do everything right on race day, you take the pacing, you do your nutrition, you do your hydration. If you're on point, everything's going to be okay. Follow your plan. Trust yourself. You got this. If you guys have questions or comments, please let me know. As I said, I'm going to try to get this um, those YouTube videos um, and podcasts up. Um, within the next two weeks, um, I apologize again that I didn't, uh, 
have this <laughs> have those available um <laughs> technology issues on my side my fault um, but i hope you can take something away from this episode um for march uh i am going to take a break from the newsletter um just with everything going on right now uh like i said something's got to give and i'm just going to hold on the newsletter for now um I just don't feel like I can put the energy into the articles and such. Um, I may write a few reviews, some gear reviews, and if I do, um, I'll put those together in a newsletter and put them out, um, try some new footwear, um, and maybe I'll talk about those on a future podcast as well. I've been trying a lot of different footwear recently. Um, So stay tuned for all that. Uh, And if you guys have any ideas of guests or... um, topics that you'd like me to cover as always just let me know and as i said in the beginning thank you for your support thank you for your comments your questions for listening i really do appreciate that um thanks for supporting on on patreon and uh uh, i'm gonna keep working (laughs) keep plugging away um hopefully get some sleep soon (laughs) again sorry for my groggy voice and uh I can't just say I appreciate you all so much. And until next time, keep running, my friends.